0: Hello and welcome to AOL Movie Phone, brought to you by Classic
1: Rock KQ92 and American Express. AOL Movie Phone? <laughs> ASL? <laughs>
2: ASL. Um, we're joined today by Dr. Richard Smiles. Fan favorite. Yes, thank you gentlemen. It's a pleasure and an honor to be back here on the Nunchell Pass podcast.
1: Um, Dr. Richard Smiles. <laughs> ASL. <laughs> American Sign Language? A 35 male...
2: Ah, understood. <laughs> ASL.
1: Um, your mom's house. Getting it. If Age, s- sex, location.
2: Age, sex, location. Is that part AOL of the... speak? Yeah. Really? Hmm.
0: Yeah, if you want to talk to hmm. a hot sixteen male
2: from Minnesota, press dun, one, two, three, four.
1: Okay. Well, you know,
2: I I always I always enjoy learning the parlance of the younger folk, and I'm learning something today. Learn something new every day, as the cliche goes, but it's very true. Mm-hmm. Age, sex, and location. Understood. Well, I don't think I'll be engaging in any of those conversations. <laughs> Usually... Uh my sabbaticals in Thailand are more than enough to satisfy any carnal <laughs> desires I may have had in my younger years. I I don't see the need for chatting online. Well, I how would happen chatting, is, right? Yep, you
1: would type. This is uh, twenty years ago, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's AOL too. AOL chat. Gotcha. You would say ASL, and then you'd finally get some hot babe on the line, and then your mom would pick up the phone, and she'd hear. <laughs> And you go, mm-hmm. my God, my phone! and it was always a hot babe. It wasn't some guy. Yeah. Every time <laughs> drowning in hot babes telling me they're ASLs. Yep. <laughs> so welcome to Nunshell Pass. Um, we lost someone this week, but we gained Dr. Small's kind of a win because mm-hmm. we, we can't find Cheddar Bob in Hong Kong. So we had to send one of our other correspondents out there to get him, uh... Roosters on... Rooster Hucklebuckle. <laughs> he didn't really... I mean, he signed the contract. You <laughs> gotta read the fine print, bro. <laughs> Cheddar Bob's been gone for like three months, so... It's been, it's been weird.
2: Yeah, I, I heard his guest spot on the podcast, and it was intriguing and mm. simultaneously disturbing. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know what was going on behind the scenes there, but... Uh, I wish he was here and we could have kind of a back-and-forth dialogue because there was an undercurrent of things that were not stated but were readily apparent throughout what he was saying.
1: Uh, his blatant homosexuality?
2: Partially, yes. Yeah. Partially, uh, yeah, yes.
1: It, yeah, he definitely needs some help,
0: and we were hoping maybe you could help. Yeah,
2: yeah well, I'd be happy to. You know, psychology and uh, direct one-on-one therapy is not my... Uh, field, However, I have done a significant, significant amount of coursework in that. And a lot of my colleagues were uh, licensed family marital counsel, mm-hmm. counselors, mm-hmm. mental health counselors. So I, I, I'm versed in it more than your average person. Again, not my specialty, but I think I have enough expertise to survive, suffice for our needs here. And he did make
1: it very apparent he has relationship problems.
2: Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, well, he
1: said he couldn't make it tonight
0: because his girlfriend quotations Mm, yes it was in town and i'm like the one in hong kong yeah (laughs) like what what are you
2: talking what were you doing a long distance thing (laughs) well you know one thing i will say I, i do really respect cheddar bob's understanding of what it means to be on a podcast of this magnitude obviously there are millions of none shall pass listeners obviously jim kyle I'm Dr. Richard Smalls, a professor, mostly retired now. That's who we are. These are our real identities. We have nothing to hide. We are public figures. We understand all that entails. So our true identities are laid bare for everyone yeah. to see. We have, you know, this is this is who we are. However, when you're talking about people who are not on the podcast and who are not guests, you owe it to them to give them at least some sort of anonymity by using using a pseudonym. For example... He he referred to this guy named Ben Brown. Now I know I know who Ben Brown is. Obviously, Ben Brown's not his real name. Nobody's named Ben Brown. It's the same. Nobody's named Aaron Adamson or Charlie Carlson. There's no Ben Brown. Yeah. But I I'm glad he was he was sensible enough not to use Ben Brown's real name. Ben Brown's a good guy. He mm-hmm. has uh, almost an unparalleled uh, knowledge of science fiction. I will say that, and I I think he's a. Uh, I agree with you. I agree with you, Kyle. I do believe he is of infinitely more value than Cheddar Bob is. If I had to rank <laughs> to those society, two people. Yes. 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 easily. To Which is society, weird. Yes. Like
1: to claw at someone who's clearly your superior is just yeah. pathetic. And he mm-hmm. has no way to defend himself. Right. Well, it's smart of Cheddar. that's the one clever thing Cheddar Bob did. Yeah. Set it away from his face. Otherwise he'd have been absolutely Not destroyed. Correct. Physically. In, physically, yes. Yeah. yeah. Easily, yeah. He wouldn't even waste words on him. He would just wreck Cheddar Bob. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah. Well, We'll I I
2: look forward to um, uh, seeing Cheddar Bob. You know, I I do know Cheddar Bob outside of this podcast. It's been a long time since... uh, our paths have crossed, but it would be nice to get acquainted again and see what he's up to, uh, aside from the little frivolities he alluded to on the last uh, Nunchal past. podcast. But you
1: mean the part about his dick not working?
2: Yeah, we can get into that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs help. <laughs> he, he
1: just threw that out there. Yeah, we... We didn't even, like, ask. Super surprising. So, Cheddar, how's that dick work? Not good, guys. It doesn't. It doesn't.
2: I'm a sad man now. The Okay, I, I I wanted to say this until we're on a podcast together, but I will say this. Okay, you went to—allegedly, you went to a sperm bank to donate sperm, is what he said. Mm-hmm. Number one, no, you didn't. <laughs> because they do screenings. They do screenings not only on your <laughs> physical attributes, but your intelligence, your income level, all these things that they're looking for. No, they did not purchase your half-cells, Cheddar Bob. That did not happen. <laughs> Furthermore— they test for viability in someone's in someone in someone's seed. So when they're looking for that, they're not going to tell you nobody has zero. There's such thing as low sperm count. You can have hypomotility. I mean, go to a fertility clinic and you can learn this in a 30 minute consultation with the doctor. I'm not a physician. And I even have this cursory knowledge inside my head. I have no use for it, but apparently I did at that time when I was listening. So, Cheddar Bob, if you're going to make something up, at least make it plausible. Can I just...
1: He's not here to defend himself. Mm-hmm. So well, it's not his... It's his fault he's not here. Not here. And the thing devil's is, advocate here. <laughs> well, say. he's stuck in Hong Kong. He's not stuck. He's lost. <laughs> I think that he believes he was donating his sperm but he was getting milked by homeless uh, homosexuals. So that Cambodian chick's kid could be his. Yeah. Oh, most certainly. Yeah.
3: That's most him certainly. like
1: going on the air trying to denounce it. See, my dick doesn't work. I said it on a podcast. It's got to be true.
3: <laughs>
1: or he thinks he donated sperm to homosexual homeless people
2: (laughs) i hope he understands that this is not the same as a sworn affidavit when you appear on a podcast i don't understand well i don't think he does know okay well does he know what a sworn affidavit is no okay well there you go (laughs) he thought
0: (laughs) like we were just recording this for us to listen to like i showed him how many listeners we have and he flipped out so you guys are going to delete that right can we just talk about like no. fantasy football or something? Where yeah, like, well yeah, we'll do fantasy football like... when you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point.
1: What are you talking about? The, uh yeah, this is Nunchell Pass podcast. podcast um uh, Nunshell <laughs> at Nunshall Pass411 at Aol dot com. I think it's Gamel. Gamel? Hmm. You can find us on Twitter. I'm usually on there tweeting. A lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just popping tweets. And we get a lot of Skeets retweets and tweets. from celebrities. Yeah. Like Rob Schneider and stuff. Um, Elizabeth Hurley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and even hotter, Willem Dafoe. He's a big follower. S- Susan, oh, that's good. Susan, Susan Boyle. Boyle. Susan Boyle yeah. retweeted. Mel Gibson gave a hate speech about us. That's pretty great. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, uh, there's a little bit of logic intertwined with what he said, but we don't need to go into that. (laughs) Was he He We don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. So what I wanted to come on and say, I'll just get right right into it because I know I'm long-winded. Everybody who's sat through one of my lectures knows that Dr. Smalls is long-winded. What I don't want to do is get to the hour mark when the podcast is going to end and then start sharing some oddly personal story when you guys are desperately trying to wrap things up. I I want to avoid that. So, Most of you know that uh, comedian Louis C.K. recently announced his first uh, worldwide tour since the quote-unquote Me Too movement took him down. You're right, yeah. So he has made appearances, many appearances since then, but this is actually his first full-fledged tour. And most of his shows sold out right away, sold out right away, which is indicative of where the public stands on his so-called redemption. Makes me happy. And so I... Got into a conversation with a former student of mine, uh, uh, some young woman I still correspond with. And it kind of brought back the whole Me Too movement debate. And I don't want to get into get into it. It's been done to death. You guys have heard Me Too movement. Oh, it's about time these men are held up accountable. What about guys who are falsely accused? Yada, yada, yada. I, I yada.
1: hate to interject, but I just want to make a point. Um, I can tolerate quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Just on a personal level. It um, doesn't take... It takes a lot to get me kind of agitated. The one thing I'm sick of with all this is the we have to pretend women are tough part of it all. Like the onslaught of tough females coming Mm -hmm. out of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I gotta believe that this... Like Charlie's Angels, case in point.
2: The trope of the strong woman.
1: Now, see, I watched Charlie's Angels with Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and Drew Barrymore, and that's, that's fun for me. That is. That's a good movie. That was just... Just delightful. They're wearing great clothes. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, just love. Is there love a news, life. Charlie's Angels? Yes. Oh, and it looks pretty bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kristen Stewart's the headliner. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, so I gotta, I gotta take it serious that this five one hundred pound soaking wet thing could beat up any man, and that's preposterous. Of course, ridiculous. Of course. Now, see, that's just the point I want to make: is the Me Too thing. You can kneecap all these perverts, but like I am kind of with you on the Louis thing. He was just mm-hmm. assassinated. Well, but um, I I really can't stomach that anymore. Mm-hmm. Brie Larson does not inspire.
3: You like, want to? Uh, if they want to break through the
1: glass ceiling and acting
0: and emotional things, that's great. But you are not going to when it comes to physical things.
1: No, because no. you we you could take an average man and put him against ronda rousey and he'd kick the shit up.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> average like
2: cheddar bob or yeah not me no i wouldn't do it either <laughs> no i would pay yeah yeah well and that that is just a fact of human evolution you know yes. women are primarily valued for their re- reproductive capacity and their physical attributes that's Really what it boils down to. On I mean, my first appearance on the podcast, we went through that. Yeah, you know, Oh, yeah, we did. And it's important to understand that... That was our first rating spike. <laughs> the overwhelming majority of women who complain of sexual harassment or sexual assault are clearly lying. Does rape happen? Sure. But it's extremely rare. And when rape is actually legitimately or has legitimately occurred it's almost universally a black man raping a white woman is usually what happens when rape is actually you know a thing that exists that exists but most complainants are clearly lying and they're using it for their own self-advancement and i'll i'll give you an example of why that is and again i i, I have two can i can go I, ahead again yeah, go right sorry, ahead uh,
1: sir so yeah what you said about the african-americans will rape white women mm-hmm, correct There's another stereotype that does exist, though, and Mm -hmm. it's pedophilia. And white men are fucking kings at that. That is also correct. Yeah, they do a good job at it. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, they're just slaying kid ass. I just never get
2: it. Yes, white males generally are pedophiles and serial killers. So Yeah, there are
1: stereotypes in all these Mm -hmm. crimes.
2: (laughs) And I have no problem saying that because it's true. The, The reason Dr. Smalls comes on podcasts is because a lot of people don't want to do their research. I've done it all. Yep. And you can listen to me. If you don't want to think for yourself, trust Dr. Smalls (laughs) to tell you how it is. In Dr. Smalls, we trust. We do. So, (laughs) before I go further, does anybody remember about 20 years ago, there was this really big self-help book called uh, Women Are From from Venus, Men Are From Mars? Yeah. Heard of it. I I didn't read it. And the whole thing deals with the stereotypes of how women are emotionally complex and they'll say hey honey can I go hang out with my friends tonight and she'll be like yeah sure I don't care and then she'll be secretly heated about it and then the man comes home thinking everything is fine and she won't talk to him she's all upset oh you went out with your friends tonight? well you said I could and then that you know that whole Mm -hmm. back and forth that goes and we're led to believe that The reason that communication barrier exists is because of the differences between the sexes, but that women are particularly complex and emotionally sophisticated. And actually, the opposite is true. The stereotype is accurate, but women are intellectually inferior to their male counterparts. There are always exceptions. I'm just talking about the middle of the normal curve here. You know, there are Intellectually inferior males like Cheddar Bob, but you do have an average emotional quotient and intelligence quotient that tends to be much higher in the male part of the species than the female. And this is what I mean by a basic analogy. Men are direct. If you ask a man what a problem is and he knows, he will tell you exactly what that problem is. If you ask him how to solve it, if he knows the solution to to, to it, he will tell you. That doesn't mean a man is more simple. In fact, the reverse is true. Let's take it way back to when computers started becoming commonplace in the office. Anybody mm. ever use a DOS command line? Mm. Yes. What that's like? DOS, you actually have to know the, the specific commands. And even when you have a mastery of DOS, it, it's a very, very limited system. It was used on computers that had memory measured in bytes <laughs> and kilobytes. hmm So nowadays, if you're using a modern home computer running Windows or Mac OS or whatever the case is, or you're using a self-checkout at the retailer or a kiosk, anybody can use it. Anybody can use it. The end user interface, the graphic user interface is dead simple. However, that's because there is a great deal of complex programming language behind that. Because the end result, how the user interfaces with that computer system is so simple, it belies the notion that the computer system behind everything is simple. But the truth is, there's a lot of complex, high-level coding behind a self-checkout, behind Windows 10, behind anything you use that is computer-based nowadays, versus DOS, which is is almost infantile in comparison. Yeah. So the reason when you when a woman says things like, oh, you can go out with your friends, it's not that she's emotionally sophisticated. It's that she's not. She doesn't have the ability. She doesn't have the emotional quotient. She doesn't have the intellectual capacity to speak clearly because it's all just a bunch of error messages. I'll give you one more analogy. So you take your car in. It has a check engine light the guy at the garage puts in the code reader and it says lean condition bank one okay Mm -hmm. that's where being a true mechanic comes into play here now a mechanic sees that and he sees okay cylinder one on this four-cylinder car is running lean. There could be too much fuel, too little, uh, too uh, too much air, too little fuel. Could be a variety of things. Check your mass airflow sensor. Maybe it's a bad spark plug. Maybe the injectors need to be cleaned, whatever the case may be. Imagine you have a vehicle with a computer system so sophisticated that you pull it in the garage, he plugs in the computer and it says, you have a lean condition bank one. Here's what you need to do the intake manifold gasket has deteriorated, replace it, and that'll solve your problem. That is effectively what the male psyche is. The male psyche is far more advanced, Mm. far more sophisticated. So the end result is very simple, straightforward, direct line communication. When you speak to most females, you get all these error messages. All you get is an error code, and then it's up to you to try to Troubleshoot? Yeah, you have to troubleshoot what's going on. So the idea that women are more emotionally complex or sophisticated or intellectually superior, completely and totally false. It is scientifically false. Okay? Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure. Okay. So women know that they have a couple of things going for them, uh, mostly uh, mostly satisfying the male's sexual urges and desires. Yeah. So... With the Me Too movement, they've been empowered in a way that allows them to try to take advantage of what they have. And they want to renegotiate and redo the deals that they already made. You know, that's not fair. If somebody Mm. puts an addition onto your house for 20 grand and then comes back five years later and says, hey, I want another 50, are you going to pay the person? No, that was the deal that you had at the time. So, Louis C.K. Yeah, it was weird, but he pulls out his member and he satisfies himself to completion after requesting permission from these women, which he did not need to do. The fact that he engaged in the act was the ask in and of itself. Are you not an adult of your own free will and of your own volition? Could you not have left that hotel room? But these women, they observed him finish upon himself. Not only did they observe him, they enjoyed it. They enjoyed the experience. And there's nothing more And there's nothing more correct. vulnerable than a guy with cum all over his face. Exactly. So that was a point <laughs> exactly. that was made by a great comedian. <laughs> yep.
1: but and now, I agreed completely. Yep. There's nothing threatening about that guy. <laughs> I <was> gonna,
0: mm, <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Someone give me a sock. Well, the
0: other point is he's done that and I just assume that he's done it before and it worked.
2: Well, correct.
0: Correct. And that's just some other female ruining it for some other females. It kind of speaks exactly.
1: uh, like, the whole thing speaks to how entitled everybody is, where they don't know true strife, where that's, like, the worst thing that mm-hmm. happens to them. And it wasn't right. even a
2: bad thing. It, no. was just, it was just a meaningless sex act between consenting adults. However, these women are wannabe comedians, but they're not very good. They're not good. So when this Me Too movement came out, they thought about, okay, what can I do? I go through my back catalog, and they're trying to, you know, gain some fame and notoriety. I mean, look, if God put you on earth to be a whore, you need to be that whore. If you're not funny, don't be a comedian, and don't try to take advantage of something that happened, a consensual Uh, A consensual act that happened between you and Mr. C.K., I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, does not all of a sudden become some sort of sexual assault when it no longer, you know, Mm -hmm. when it can benefit you.
1: Well, that's the whole point, too. Exactly. It's
2: It's like, and we need to honor guys. I mean, great guys like Harvey Weinstein, one of the greatest filmmakers of our generation. How many dreams did he make come true? Every single one. Thousands. Every single one. These women are coming to him expecting him to make them famous. He has to carry these women, these actresses, dead weight on his back. He puts them in his motion pictures. They get all the fame. And then he's back to the grind writing another script. Uh, And I'm assuming that the first time that happened, it was the female's
0: idea. Oh, like hey, I'll do this for you if you give me a part in that movie, and then
2: he's like, and then that happened, and she went and told all her friends, and more and more came. Oh, of course. And there's not a single female actress or otherwise in the whole Harvey Weinstein saga that really wasn't asking for what was done or what happened to her. And you have to realize, Mm -hmm. all Harvey did. Look, the guy looks a little bit like a cave troll. Yeah, but he realized he realized that he. Was going to, and I'm going to borrow this phrase from the Me Too movement. He was going to take the power back. No okay. longer was he going to let these little wannabe starlet hussies, if you prefer, I know it's an old-fashioned term, but these little wannabe starlets come and take advantage of him as they had been doing. He's going to say, "Okay, what do you you know what I what I bring to the table? I'm Harvey Weinstein. I bring you everything you want." What do you bring to the table for me? And to be quite honest, it wasn't an, e- an even trade. All of these women that he, quote unquote, assaulted clearly got the better of the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly got the better of the deal.
0: They're just doing their primal whatever, you know, But we're, what we're, they're what in their brain and what they're supposed to do.
3: And <laughs> I mean, it's the natural function
2: of a female to leverage her physical assets for personal advancement i understand that and then you have to take that it was well he was a Mm -hmm. fool for not anticipating this but he was also in in many ways a a hero of modern times for saying you know what i deserve to be fairly compensated for the value i put in these women's lives and that's all he asked for and for that we're supposed to act like he's a monster it's not money or you know
1: physical things it's Just a little blowjob here and there. Yeah.
0: I mean, really.
2: I
1: find it way more pathetic when somebody tries to white knight for pussy. No, of course. Oh, I hate that. Of course. That seems so much worse and dirtier. Yeah. Then, like, literally rape is (laughs) less
2: pathetic (laughs) than white knighting for pussy. Yeah. Absolutely. How many people came out of the woodwork and were basically white knighting everybody that accused bill cosby and most of those women of course were lying uh yeah he paid some of them off because they were an annoyance but bill cosby is one of the greatest comedians of all time yeah dr Huxtable, man dr Huxtable. yeah exactly and, and, and be, fucking really show <laughs> and speaking of the, the race
3: issue,
2: do we need another open. black man in prison does he belong in prison for what he did he had consensual relations. Yeah, okay, quaaludes. I know it was the seventies, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. There is not a single woman walking this earth that would not voluntarily submit herself to Dr. Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. if especially if it could advance her advance her career, which it did in every single one of these cases. Ooh. So, act like Bill Cosby is like some sexual harasser, or rapist, or abuser. He never did any of that.
0: And he didn't. He is not admitting to it. He's taking the full
2: prison sentence because he's like i'm not gonna admit to anything i didn't do yeah and he's not wrong he is not wrong bill cosby is an innocent man and we should be looking up to people looking up to icons like bill cosby and harvey weinstein who did the right thing oj simpson yeah oj simpson and you know oj simpson's a little different case but you know he he He's another one who took the power back. He took the power back. It and was who's that guy with no legs who shot his girlfriend? Oscar Pistorius. Yes, yes.
1: he did the right thing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she was
2: coming right for him. You know, he has no legs. It's easy. To, it's easy to <laughs> condemn, but you don't know. <coughs> you don't know how many error codes he was forced to intercept every single day at home. That's true. How yeah. many times do you? How many times do you have to try to fix the old junker before you haul it off? Doesn't compute. <laughs> I just want to say, we once again, we have our perspectives 180 degrees from where they ought to be. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the facts, if you read beyond what you see when you're online and looking at the new, latest article from the New York Times, or I don't even care where it's from, USA Today, Fox News, it doesn't matter. Look at the truth behind it look at the social theory, look at human evolution and who we are as creatures on God's green earth and you will realize that what I'm saying is true. Bill Cosby doesn't belong in prison. Harvey Weinstein's not a pariah. These are Mm -hmm. good men who did what any red-blooded, respectable man should have done in the same or similar situation.
1: Whoever greenlit the female Ghostbusters reboot belongs in prison more than Harvey Weinstein. I love that movie. No, you don't whatever every time you tell a lie baby jesus starts to cry
2: okay so rant off i hope I, didn't,
1: I love that movie i hope i didn't
2: take up your whole whole hour no
1: you're good i have some questions sure uh, um jim and i have some questions and All then right. we actually have dr small's fan questions too oh interesting so some q a at you here um this is kind of some sociology questions here gotcha uh, where is the line between art And not art. Do you have an answer to that? Simple.
2: Art is anything in the beholder's eye, more importantly, the beholder's mind. So, a perception of art dictates the art in and of itself. So, believe it or not, you know, some of the avant garde things that. Really aren't art. There's there's one of my favorite for any of you who have been to the Walker Art Center in Minneapolis, there's one of my favorite things there. It's a little plastic chair, like a like a little kid's chair with a box of Kleenex sitting on it, and then it's all roped off and that's the exhibit. I love it. I love it every time I go there. To me it's art. To some people it's trash. But no, there is there is no line. It's only it's only I like like they say, here's the cliche. Beauty is in the eye of, of the beholder. It's only The perception of the individual receiving the art art is for the Mm. is for the audience, not the artist. What benefits do you think art serves in society? Great question. Uh, It depends on what kind of art and the quality thereof. So, uh, for example, Danielle Bregoli, none. But if you. oh, here's a good example. Uh, uh, Francisco Goya. Uh, one of my favorite artists, uh, who I believe uh, most of his paintings are in the Goya Art Museum in 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 Madrid, Spain. And his art is a continued uh, inspiration to me every single day. So it's on a, It's on a sliding scale. I'll put it that way.
1: I don't know who that is. You know what continually inspires me is Monty Python and the Holy Grail, that's, which I
2: watched for Thanksgiving. Last that's night. art. That's me. art to me. Yeah. Well, and that's that's a valid it's in point. in the eye of the beholder. That's a valid point. If the killer bunny rabbit that's killed with a holy hand grenade is what inspires you, then that is that's art. Like and not that is even value. one of the
1: top ten funniest parts of that thing for me either. No, Tim that's the a, Enchanter gets me. It's the nah, smallest. Tim, okay. <laughs> I think it's because he forgot his line. <laughs> yeah, it is. They said that <laughs> they
0: forgot his. He forgot his name and. <laughs>
1: And art. they just rolled with it. Art. Yeah. It's <laughs> that's ad libbing. What do you think is the biggest waste? And this is open forum too, Jim, so feel free to jump in. Yeah. Yeah. After he talks, I don't think so. Why don't you go first? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just sound like an
1: idiot. Well, yeah, it's kind of funny that
0: way. Yeah, I get okay,
1: let's do that. <laughs> Jim, what is the biggest waste of human potential? Uh go ahead. Dr.
2: Richardson, (laughs) the biggest waste of human potential would probably have to be the Jewish race. And I say that didn't even pop in my head. (laughs) I say that based on the historical record. In medieval times, a lot of times kingdoms would go into debt and they would actually solve their financial problems by expelling all the Jews from their kingdom. And that's how this whole thing got started now by maintaining an a semi-insular status uh it has caused a lot of strife down through the centuries and i believe that their skills in finance and the arts and various and sundry could be far more Beneficial to human society as a whole if they didn't do it for uh, self-interest, purely self-interest. So that is that. I believe they are the biggest waste of human potential.
1: Yeah, Jewish. Me too. Yeah, hashtag. Um, I got one one more question <laughs> from just the staff here at Unchill Pass, and we got a couple of really high intellect fan questions, but um, this concerns. Elected officials. Uh, there's a lot of talk. Obviously, elections are mm-hmm. coming around mm-hmm. the bend. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you can tell, everybody kind of, except for Trump, the president, who came from business, all the other politicians in the running or in the center, were all have a law background, it seems mm-hmm. like. Or at least very much predominantly, like 95% or more. My question is, what profession do you think the ideal leader for our country should come from? what background should they have Ooh, pro wrestler maybe
2: you know I, that the you idiocracy kind of streams you, that way you yeah. could do you could do far worse I would prefer a historian I think a historian would give you a balanced background uh, people who are too immersed in legalese tend not to tend not to think outside of that realm whereas a historian gives you a Being a historian gives you a good, you know, kind of global grasp on events, and it it allows you to see the past through the lens of the future and vice versa. I I think being a historian is probably the best background I could think of for a leader of the free world.
0: I'd like to see someone like uh, a John Taffer or Gordon Ramsay in there. A chef? Well, his his personality. A TV personality.
1: (laughs) Well, we kind of got that now, but not yeah. But You're he's fired. he's no Gordon Ramsay.
3: Okay, no. okay?
0: let's, let's no. not get
1: crazy here. What do you think, the Jim? What do you think the worst profession to be a leader of a nation would be? Line cook. Line cook. <laughs> 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 Gotta get these tots out. It's getting crazy. Saying, yeah. <laughs> what the hell do they know? Hot dog vendor. <laughs> in New York. Not,
0: not even a line cook. How about a cook from the military? <laughs>
1: That'd be rough. It's just the worst. Well, I saw a cook from a military once, twice actually. Stop terrorist plots. When? Um, the first walked, one was aboard a ship, Aboard right? a ship, and the second one was aboard a train. Yes, yes. He had a ponytail. Are these movies? I thought they were documentaries. What, yeah. what, what documentaries were they? God, I think they labeled them Under Siege.
2: Under Siege, yes. Under Siege, and oh. Under Siege 2, yes.
1: You're there? Never <laughs> seen those.
0: Oh, Seagal.
2: documentaries.
1: Steven Seagal
2: documentaries.
1: Mm. Um, I can't stomach Steven
0: Seagal's
3: No movies. No, understandable. <laughs> I'm not judging you. I'm, like, I'm not telling you, what?
1: You're missing you out, pussy. But there's, it's like uh, the train wreck thing. You watch yeah. it because it's so bad. Yeah. He, and it's a common theme in all his movies, never gets punched or kicked or hurt or anything, except Hard to Kill, where he literally gets shot, count it, Five times point blank with a shotgun recovers and then goes and kills everybody.
2: Must have been birdshot. <laughs> Must have been just like target load birdshot. You know, but although Under stage, I will I will give it to Steven Seagal. That was back when his movies actually were hits. theatrical the, theatrical releases. You know, now before they're straight to DVD stuff. Is
1: Steven Seagal and Dmx and. In- Blood and the Bone or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blood and Bone! I don't think I've ever watched a Steven Seagal movie. No, yeah, and like I said, I'm not judging. <laughs> it's not something you need to worry about catching up on. I can barely watch Chuck Norris movies. You know. I think the best Steven Seagal movie is um, Executive Decision.
2: Ah, with Kurt Russell. Right, and
1: he dies in the first 30 minutes, tops. Yeah, because it's not really a Steven
2: Seagal movie. He's just in it. And he
1: sacrifices himself. Like, go do your job, science boy, and kills himself. Oh, good for him. Like, locks the airlock or whatever. So, yeah, um, we have historian for good leader. Line cook or military cook would be poor leader. (laughs) Terrible. I like that. I'm just kind of personally sick of... All politicians, kinda. So that's why fair. Trump won, and that's what people it's so bad who don't like Trump, like even people who voted for Trump don't. Not all of them like him. Mm-hmm. They just didn't want Hillary, the career politician. Yeah, it was yeah.
2: largely a repudiation of the current system as a whole. For I, sure, I think a lot of people's vote, their rationale behind their vote, did not extend beyond that. It really didn't, and that's it was what it felt repudiation. like. Repudiation, yes.
1: I really see it from an outsider lens because I just detest politics. It had to do with um, actually diving into politics a little bit. Granted, not like as much as Doctor Richard Smalls did, right, but right. when I started absorbing it, when I was exposed to it, it just made me sick on the inside. I think I'm just allergic to bureaucracy. I hate yeah, it. and so, social media has made it so much worse now. Oh my god! I mean, Twitter. They're all on Twitter. These And, again, I don't see myself on one side or the other. I really yeah. don't anymore. But um, there's some people, like, if you back Ocasio-Cortez at this point, I feel like you'll eat your own farts. You'll do anything. <laughs> You're just not above any kind of deplorability. Because she's insane. I don't want what do you think, doctor.
2: Well, I... You know, I, I do keep tabs on current political machinations, and I really don't have as strong of opinion as her, as some seem to. I think she is just very much a product of her generation and a product of her neighborhood. For example, Minnesota's own Ilhan Omar. Uh, it doesn't matter what that particular candidate believes if the... DNC, or in this case, Minnesota has something called the DFL, an affiliate of the Democratic Party. If they put up a broom handle as the Democratic candidate in that district, it would get elected. Yes. So you have to, again, but it's, you have to understand the system. She also de seated uh, incumbent Democrat, though. That was uh, for the state house. That was for the state okay. house. Yes. Yeah. She. Uh, she unseated a, in the primary, she challenged, and I can't, her name escapes me right now, but she challenged and I, The listeners uh, all throughout the world aren't going to care who it is, but <laughs> there was an incumbent in her district. She ran for the state legislature before she became, uh, uh a, a member of the United States Congress, but she unseated a state legislator who'd been there for decades in yes. her own party. Yeah. So that was a little interesting. But local politics has a lot of nuances that are simply absent on the national scene.
1: And again, I don't want to see career lawyers become politicians. On the other hand, I don't want to see bartenders become politicians either. So we're caught in the middle. Uh, What do you do? I don't know. I just... You should have, like, town hall meetings where you find, like, the best guy, you know, or... Or lady. I'd give it to mm-hmm. a lady to be a leader if she's decent, qualified. And qualified, what I mean is, have you ever... Like, do you hit kids? Uh, you know, like little... Yeah, yeah. Little things Only like my that. own. Do you actually have quality <laughs> in character? Of character, I should say. Do you have a personality? I don't think that matters. I well, think kinda, personality does. You gotta be a leader. You gotta have charisma. For people
0: like me, you need a yeah. personality.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about your well, background. Well, Trump's got personality, <laughs> uh, indeed, in spades, and he's hilarious. Yeah, he's kind of funny. He put up a picture of his face on Stallone's body on his Twitter. God, Twitter—it kills me with these guys on Twitter and stuff. What you didn't see that? I heard about it, and then he, he surprised did it. a
0: whole bunch of people in Afghanistan. The stupid, the stupid soldiers, stupid soldiers, yeah,
1: the stupid baby, the
0: stupid killers. baby killers <laughs> over there. Well,
2: yeah, I mean. When you put on a uniform, you're basically a bullet catcher, is is what it amounts to.
0: It just depends on how good you are at dodging those bullets.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people are better at war than others. That is true. I'm really good at war. Yep. Undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> What's your KD ratio, bro? <laughs> Respawn in
2: three, I think I, two.
1: I think I got like a 0. .5. Yeah. And zero. At least killed a kid over there. 0.5 and zero. I ran over a dog (laughs) in the (laughs) Humpy.
0: That's just a given.
1: So like, okay, so Twitter, all these politicians. Could you imagine Twitter like 150 years ago? Or even for like, what if Genghis Khan had Twitter? (laughs) And he's like doing like Mm -hmm. selfies with slain foes behind him.
0: Yes, it, it, Isn't it, that what the cartel's doing right now? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're a cartel running. <laughs>
1: it Would have, it, the Dark Ages, yeah. you have peasants with the plague. It's like, LOL,
2: so sick. Oh, my God. Sweet hashtag. Getting ready to load up a diseased corpse on the trebuchet <laughs> to throw it over the castle walls. Hashtag plague.
0: Bring out your dad.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it did happen uh, back when Andrew Jackson was challenging, I believe, John Quincy Adams to the presidency. So we're going way back in yep. United States history. Back At least then, thirty years, <laughs> right? Back then, <laughs> oh, let's see, uh, a little more than that. Back I'm then, smart. <laughs> back then, the only press was the newspaper, and yep. news didn't circulate. I mean, you, it would be, thir- it could take a month before news traveled to your particular <laughs> locale, depending where you were in the. Uh, the few states that were part of the union at that South time. South Carolina, yeah. years, a month and a half later, that... <laughs> yeah, knew something happened in Philly. New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> so they were in an era when newspapers would openly declare for their preferred candidate. And John Quincy Adams Camp actually published <coughs> articles that Andrew Jackson's mother was a prostitute and that he was a bastard. And I believe this is correct, I can't remember who would, but one side, I believe it was Andrew Jackson's side, actually put out an article saying John Quincy Adams was dead and had died. And at that point, you know, there's no (laughs) social media, so if you get that report, you probably believe it's true. So they reported that the opposing candidate had actually died, and therefore you may as well not even bother showing up to the polls, so... We do Burr have a history
1: of that. Burr and Hamilton would have had a good Twitter feed. No, oh, for sure.
2: <laughs>
1: for sure. I'm going to shoot you in the face, you fucking pussy. Bring it. You're just meeting by the bell at noon. You won't you're do pussy. it. You won't do it. I like those old uh, the kind of drawings yeah. they have of people dueling, and it just looks like. Homos. Frilly Dueling. homos. Yeah. Sissy.
0: Up, <laughs> ah! ah! <laughs> It went off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just someone had to go. I got PTSD Speaking now. of Andrew Jackson, he uh, survived a couple of duels. He yeah. died with a lead ball in his chest.
1: Wow. That's a warrior.
2: Yeah, indeed. You don't have that kind
1: of action anymore. <laughs> I don't fucking find those guys. Well, no, like 50 already. cents probably walking around with bullets in them.
2: <laughs> yes, but he is of marginal value anyway, so... <laughs> I mean, it's. If he had. Vitamin died, then water, bro. I brah. don't think we would have really lost anything. So. Oh. That's. Um, you're not a millennial, doctor. No, so ma- not that. by any
1: stretch um, of imagination. Jim and I are. Yeah. Okay. Actually. The we're, start. Almost yeah. the start. Yeah, we're like the, the first, sec- first wave year? millennial. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll say first wave. I don't know what year precisely, but it's close. Cool. 1983. Nin- Is it three? 1983. Yeah, I'm four, mm-hmm. so. Me too. All right. Hashtag. Oh, <laughs> hashtag. oh <laughs> yeah. f- <laughs> what but, um a very millennial thing and I think it's kind of rolling over into the XYZ generations too is the drive to be unique mm-hmm. like somehow that derives value out of your life and that's why um, the got scene emerged and yeah um, I was part of that I was not <laughs> what's something people do that's really stupid just to be unique uh, gauged ears,
2: jackass yeah. started, jackass. That was different. Modi- all body modification is is huge. Tattoos, like for example, tattoos used to be like when I was a young man. Tattoos were very very counterculture. Nobody had tattoos unless you were. In the military, and then you usually had, you know, an insignia or something, you know, signifying your service on your shoulder, on your arm somewhere. Uh, Uh, But people who actually had tattoos all over their body, that that you were either in a outlaw outlaw biker gang or you were part of a circus sideshow. People didn't get tattoos, but now it's almost expected that an average person has one or two.
0: Yeah, they're getting judged for not having any. Yeah. You don't have any tattoos? Idiot. But, oh, here's something I, don't judge.
1: I think is dumb that people do to try to prove their worth. It's protest.
3: Mm-hmm. I
1: understand why you would protest. I understand feeling strongly about things. I do. But you don't matter. Stop wasting
0: people's like, time. I
1: feel strongly
0: about a lot of things, but I would never go protest any of it. Ever. No. Unless it's funny. Yeah. Like Kevin Smith... Protesting his, his own, own movie, movie Dogma, <laughs> and they even interviewed him and had no idea who the fuck he was. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Which was brilliant. I'd do that. I would do that too. Well, you know, I, I can respect the young men who are simply showing up at the protest to glom onto whatever their you know social, whatever social movement is, in, in hopes of acquiring some sort of physical. You know, reciprocation from some of the female protests. That's why attendees. the guys are there. Yeah. Free, because the women need to be validated. Free sex and free drugs. I, I understand that from a young man's perspective. I understand why a young man would go to a protest. But the people who are there for the actual reason stated is a bit baffling at times. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Doesn't make sense to me. Um kind of on the same lines. Doctor, are people with pet snakes retarded?
2: <laughs> hmm. So is that like a fan question by the by the yeah, st- sure oh. <laughs> by the strict by the strict denotation of the term, or are you just thinking retarded as in that was a fan question there's a fan question, okay, there are a couple of ways to do it. Are people with snakes developmentally disabled not exclusively do they lack something in terms of cognitive capacity? I think that's a pretty firm yes. I can't say with exclusivity <laughs> though
0: feels good
1: about
2: myself i can't then, say with you know?
0: exclusive i've never thought about having a pet snake
1: that's <laughs> one of those things though when you find out somebody because they'll tell you it's like crossfit how does how do you know someone has a pet snake they'll fucking tell you mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and you kind of always get taken aback I, i'm not like oh i'm scared of snakes which is the reaction they think they're getting yeah usually right well, yeah like oh, i have a pet snake you oh you're so edgy and rad mm-hmm. i always just kind of go like you do does that make what? sense well, yeah. it's, 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 why though? <laughs> yeah, what would be
2: the reason? Because a, dogs and cats are pets because you can interact with them.
1: Tarantula would be the same thing as a snake too. Like, yeah. oh, i have a pet spider. It doesn't scare me.
0: And right. and
2: fish are interesting pets. Yeah, you don't interact with them, but they're, they're relaxing, fun to look at.
0: They're more of a decor. Yeah, yeah. they're a yeah. De-
2: de- decor. Yeah. But tarantulas, snakes, they're neither. They're neither one of those things.
1: It's their... So you can use it in some weird way to, if you had like a show something about cool yourself. like bubble wall case for the tarantula to crawl all the way around the
0: wall, it could be cool. Oh, that's that kind of cool. Yeah,
1: like a big ant farm, but it's a tarantula farm. Yeah. Tarantula. But if farm. you just have it in like a four by eight case,
0: and you're like, hey, check this out, and hold it up, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, well, seems like that should be free. Watch well, us kill this <laughs> rat. <laughs> So, I, I'm not going to lie. I'd watch. I mean, yeah, but... I'm going to watch it kill the rat, but you're not going to go home yeah, after. You're not going to have it in your house, and every <laughs> time
1: I come over, you got to show me your fucking tarantula. Remember I
2: have a tarantula? Yep. You talk about it on Facebook every day. <laughs> and I would think... So. It has its own Facebook. I would think that type of thing would be less appealing. You know, maybe back in the 80s or 90s, if you had a pet snake or tarantula, you could bring yeah. over people you thought were your friends and show, you know, this animal too. But now, for example, I just had a former student send me an email and I clicked on the link and it was, I, I believe it was somewhere in Mexico and there's this poor gentleman, uh, handcuffed behind his back. He was stripped naked and he was being emasculated by a, a, a pit bull. I believe it was an absolutely horrific, horrific video. And, but if you're into shocking things, show you can video. see everything. You can see everything Online now.
1: Uh, Jim has a video for you. You should take a peek at.
2: Ah, yes. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. See? That was sent to me by a colleague. (laughs) There's really nothing new under the sun. It's just that the ability of us to record and send it to one another. The, 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 (laughs) The vicissitudes of human nature are as such. No matter how depraved or perverse something is, not only has somebody done it, somebody has filmed themselves doing it. Now. That's where we're at. Yeah, cameras is are our... so easily accessible because it's doctor Richard at all times. Smiles was
1: just shown a video of two people having sex with, and the chick has a giant turd <laughs> hanging out of her butts. Mm-hmm. Like, why it. would you film? I don't know. Because someone's like, and, oh, that's like a perfect turd,
0: and oh. someone has and someone has to rush to send that to me. Well, there's yeah. a... Definite, awesome. I'm gonna <laughs> there's a market for everything. There is a market yeah.
2: for everything. God.
1: no, oh, yeah. Totally. Especially in that world. Mm-hmm. There's a porn, the porn for yeah. everybody. Oh, yeah. Hannibal Burress once asked, don't we have enough porn? <laughs> <laughs> one to one which thing. the porn star... It's a star, The porn too. star responded, no. <laughs>
0: don't look at my porn history, what I was looking at at like 2 a.m. in the morning. Look at it when it was like 11 o'clock in the morning. hmm That's the porn I use to beat off to. The one at two o'clock in the morning? That's just, uh, I was curious. Yeah. (laughs) It's a learning experience. It's a deep hole. Yeah, the
2: downward slide of decentralization. I know what I'm looking up (laughs) to. Oh, yes. Well, I believe trainables was kind of a fad for a while. Trainables? Trainables. Like, you know, um, it was an old term that they would use in special education. So trainable pornography would be pornography featuring people with down syndrome and other, uh, intellectual (laughs) disabilities.
1: (laughs) What a time to be interesting. Mm
3: -hmm. Indeed.
1: So I think I just had a weird epiphany. I think I know how the me too movement dies and the power swings back and we, and it's, it's America's doing in a roundabout way, but it'll be the Japanese who save us all. We bombed them twice so bad they went full insane. Mm -hmm. We've all known it for a while. You just look for 10 minutes at anime and you'll be like, what is happening on that island? (laughs) Something's weird. But anyway, what I think will happen is Japan will create the first line of sex dolls that will be you know, easily purchasable and obtainable. So why do I have to play guess what you're really saying when I can go fuck Heather the maid in my bedroom? They have been working tirelessly through. And then, well, I'm just going to leave you. It's like, well, I'll have more money. Mm -hmm. And I I could go dump a load in my doll and go back
0: to playing (laughs) video games. You can go find online their progression with this, too. It's, I mean, they work tirelessly. They're going at it. A full sex And see, thing.
1: I think if they don't get nuked twice, that would have never happened. So you're welcome from America to everybody. Yep. Granted, we did start the whole Me Too thing that's on us, too. Yeah, that granted. Is, yeah. We're just kind of roundaboutly solving our own <laughs> I, exactly. I I feel like the world exactly.
0: is just watching that, too. Yeah. Because you don't see too many news stories coming out of different countries
1: with that. No. You know they're just kind of like, oh, let's and just you wonder, is watch like, and see what happens. Is it the women that are here that are crazy, or the guys that are that vulgar, or both?
2: <laughs> I think ultimately, women are a known quantity; they are what they are. It is their The, the problem is there are too many men who allow this to happen. Mm. Well, there are too many men who allow it to happen.
1: In the good old days. The white white knighting wouldn't happen Because the woman would actually be drawn to the man Most likely to keep her alive Mm -hmm. And that takes some sort of ruggedness And I know the term's thrown around a lot But a beta bitch boy A hundred years ago Would never come up to nothing But now some women see that as like Well that's a safe Like he'll never I gotta roll my finger That's the guy (laughs) I want yes Yeah because I don't necessarily need John Wayne to build me an airport when I have Robert Pattinson <laughs> to glitter for me. correct, I like, correct. I like glitter. I correct. do too. He is fine. In <laughs>
2: and I, I want to say, you know, it may sound like I'm trying to besmirch the reputation of all females across the board. That's not true. I believe females are infinitely valuable in society and I have I have no prejudices against any gender any sex any race any creed except for the few that I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Women are valuable I'm not like saying that but if you're lying you're lying so that's all there is to it yeah. and you are.
1: You so know when you did you know there. what you did was wrong. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what you did was wrong. You know what
2: you did and it was wrong.
1: well it's winding to a close (laughs) i will say
2: i I don't have any personal stories to uh share that make us go 15 20 minutes over time well we we don't have time gonna stop him oh i i don't blame
1: you for not doing so i was sitting sitting back real comfy kind of like all right yeah we're and he started going i remember at one point like sitting up like this Guy is really going to tell us his yeah. dick doesn't work. Me and Kyle mm-hmm. made like
0: eye contact and did this thing.
1: <laughs> Keep <laughs> this rolling, is gold. rolling, rolling, rolling. This rolling. is gold. <laughs> Keep going. God, Cheddar Bob, you magnificent son of a bitch. <laughs> so ideally we will have Cheddar Bob back from Hong Kong at some point. Rooster put up a fight. He did not want to go. No, Which is fair, but he should have read the contract. Yes. <laughs> it was pretty clear cut.
0: His first question is like, uh, are you guys going to pay for this? And we're like, no. And you have to. You have to go. Or you will die. Yeah, that's in his contract. Yeah. Yeah. Obey all directives. I can
2: understand. I can understand. It's a fair contract. If you sign it, Again, are you, are, you not a, are you not a free-willed human being? Right. We Honestly. don't have Dr. Smalls on contract. He actually has us on contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, uh, you know, let's, let's not get into the minutiae of all this. <laughs> you know, I could have stopped by Hong Kong. I've been there. You know, I've been there on sabbatical. I was in Thailand recently as I, uh, it's my favorite uh, foreign destination to visit. But Hong Kong's only a skip and a jump from there. I remember you said uh, Thailand. And- yes,
1: First thing that came to my head is the capital.
3: <laughs> so yes, Fouquet me, me, and this, the good called. doctor
1: were playing um, a very bastardized form of baseball once, mm-hmm. and I hit. A, and you pitched me a banana, correct? Yes, and I hit it back, and it hit him right in the Bangkok. It was pretty funny. Oh, his dick. Yeah. Huh. I hit Dr. the <laughs> dick with a banana. Yes. What was, it, it was reaction? the a very first it was a it hurt. F- <laughs> you can tell it hurt. I went, I dropped. Yes. I I, I felt bad cuz it wasn't deliberate. <laughs> he
2: felt bad for about a second maybe? Cuz it it's <laughs> always funny when yeah. the old Simpsons bit, you know,
1: Homer is football in all the groin. Yeah, football football in, in the groin. groin. <laughs> it's so good. I'm the, I'm yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. farts will always be funny to me. I'm 35. <laughs> and it I will laugh no matter who farts. It's funny every time. Every time. I like farts, too. Do you like farts, Dr. Richard Smalls?
2: I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> it's, I, are I, they it's, situational for I believe so. It's, it, it must be a generational gap thing. So I, I, I most, uh, it
1: could be, it very well could be an IQ gap thing too. It's true. true. Most,
2: most base biological functions are neither here or there for me. So it depends on how they're used. Correct. Yes.
1: I think it's funny when people throw up, especially from like drinking or eating too much. It's kind of funny to me.
2: I, I, I gotta say I've never seen somebody throw up from eating too much.
1: Um <laughs> drinking
2: too much almost certainly, but
1: yeah. I've seen my brother throw up because he ate as much jello as he possibly could once just to see if he would throw up. And he did. And he did. Yeah.
2: That is somehow an amazing story.
1: <laughs> it's simple, but it's beautiful. <laughs> it's it is. Yeah.
2: It is. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like puke can be funny.
1: Correct. Um farts are always funny. Uh peeing is gross. <laughs> <laughs> unless you look at my porn search history at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> it, then it's enlightening then it's okay <laughs> it's all right so oh gosh we haven't heard from rooster in two weeks it's been that long since we sent him so don't we, we don't know i don't know i forgot hong kong was a thing until he asked us about it which is why we sent him We're like if yeah you care so much go fucking see ya there's your Uber. <laughs> We're not even going to give you a ride.
2: You know, I, I'm really surprised you sent Cheddar Bob in the first place though. I know he's a simpleton, but <laughs> at the same time, he does have some intractable racial prejudices against r- racial prejudices against people of Asian origin or Asian descent. I Clearly. Pick, Clearly. I mean, yeah. look at the, look at the way he talk. And again, you know, I say what I say about women, women, because it's factual. It, it has a scientific, hard scientific basis. But when he was talking about that poor woman from Cambodia, who he clearly raped. Let's not... <laughs> <laughs> look, Cheddar Bob again. And, she, and all she tried to do was hold him accountable. Correct. And this is... don't work, it's not mine. <laughs> all right, shit. Look... <laughs> She's not crazy. If She probably was trafficked. That part of the story was true. But you took her down into your parents' basement. You held her captive under your <laughs> immense girth as you pinned her arms back, holding her wrists with your comically undersized hands. And I understand. I understand where you're coming from. You are hate raping are this small. poor woman. You are hate raping this poor woman.
1: <clears throat> because you never had the nuts to
2: talk back to anybody. Mm-hmm. Just... Tiny and hands, yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, it that part bothers me. I'm going to go all out when a woman is lying about a sexual assault or a rape, which they usually are, but not always. And this poor woman, I mean, Cheddar Bob is Cheddar Bob. And did he take advantage of this woman because he he knew she obviously was an immigrant and was just was <laughs> na- naturally and inherently distrusting of, of authorities? Of course, can't he can't tell did.
1: on him because she'll get deported.
2: Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So he, know, he knew what he was doing. And come over in my house And, and he two said, What do you think's going to happen? You know, I know Cheddar Bob <laughs> personally, and he said a lot of really, you know, deprecating things against, you know, people uh, uh, from that region of the world. I mean, he's, he's calls, he calls them slope slant zipper head. I've heard it all. Uh, last time he said, Oh, you can never trust somebody. You can blindfold with a rubber band or something akin to that yeah. nature. You know, all these little juvenile insults that you would put against something. And so, not only is Cheddar Bob a, ra- uh, a racist, he is a rapist as well. So he was manifesting his own internal complexes of deep-seated racism and sexual inferiority by raping this poor Cambodian woman.
0: I, I still feel good about sending him to Hong Kong. You know,
2: and this <laughs> perhaps yeah, I, this will yeah. be a cathartic <laughs> moment for him. You know, he's he's surrounded by the very people he hates. Maybe he will find his inner true self and maybe he'll get some peace and healing through the experience. Well, I tried to do a little
1: segment with him there where I reported him to the authorities for smuggling drugs, but I didn't hear how that went. It's kind of around the same time we stopped hearing from him, but yeah, I mean, he won't even play ball. Let us know how the joke went.
2: (laughs) Did you get arrested? It's just a joke. (laughs) And by the way, I took it personally. (laughs) Nobody gets giant mustard packets from Subway, by the way. It just, it irks me. Just from a logic standpoint, if you're going to make something up, you need to at least craft a semi-cohesive narrative. You don't just <laughs> throw in a bunch of random stuff, glue it together, and expect people to actually believe it.
1: The Area 51 stuff. Yeah, he did terrible to We sent him to Hong Kong... As a punishment, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It, it was pretty obvious. Well, We're he just... raped women there, too. Well, yeah, but that's not our problem.
2: <laughs> no, that definitely is not. What he
0: does at the places we send them, it's not. Him and We're Donnie not liable. It's in the contract.
1: Clearly at least touched the kids on the bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: together. who takes a like, a school bus with a whole bunch of kids to Area 51 takeover? Him and Donnie. Yeah,
1: I know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's it. I don't know what Donnie was doing. Oh. Donnie is a saint compared to Cheddar Bob. Yeah, oh, correct. Well. And Donnie like admittedly traffics for sex. Children. Children. Not adults. No. And he like snitches on the whole organization. He's a, yeah. he's a rat fuck. I trust more than Cheddar Bob.
2: Did he actually visit the Navajo Nation down there when he was in the American Southwest? I, I heard him allude to it, but I don't cheddar? recall. Yeah, Cheddar.
0: No, I think he was talking about Minnesota. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Up my
0: malax. And then he started making fun of their accent, and I don't I don't condone that.
1: No. You know, Thanksgiving was yesterday, and I think it's important we tell Native Americans um something as white people. Um you're welcome. You're welcome.
2: Absolutely.
1: We would have never came here and broke bread with you, you people would be running around in loincloths.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know what would happen. <laughs> well, you would have never got the smallpox. You would have never got um, firearms. Nope. You would have never found out about Firewater. No. <laughs> There'd be so many more of you running around.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait.
2: Well, if they, if they wanted to retain their land holdings, they should have fought harder. <laughs> But they're just stone the whole time. If you don't put in the effort, you can't expect the rewards.
1: Yeah, we fought harder. So yeah, I'm harder. sorry. Did you have ancestors here early on? Or can you trace it back there, Jim? In, uh... Like, how early was your family here, do you know? <laughs> we're, no, we're very German. What, is, what does that mean? means no. German.
0: I was the first one here. <laughs>
1: The, the Alpha and the Omega? Yeah. Your dad's from this country. No. Where's he from? Ireland. You're so funny. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, my ancestors were here in the colonial war and all that. No, they weren't. Yeah. Yours were. Mine were. That's what I said. I have no idea. None. Sure. Uh, my parents did that Ancestry.com thing a while back. I was told by Bill Burr not to do that so. <laughs> indeed, indeed. They do track it. Yes, they do. Well, I didn't do it. Well, they oh. want to find out who the Highlanders are. Oh, I mean, obviously. Well, I know a few. Yeah, I know a couple. They just don't die. Bruce well, that's, Lee. Yeah, that's Bruce why he Lee disappeared. Highlander. He
2: faked his own death and had to disappear. Yeah. It's a smart play. I mean, it, nobody's gonna buy a Bruce Lee that looks exactly the same as he did forty years ago. So <laughs> I probably just. Keanu if, Reeves is still pulling. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He look he does look a little bit more distinguished, I shall say, than he yeah. did in the Bill and Ted era. But he's he looks incredible for a man in if his. I, yeah, you can't complain. Did no. that
0: ancestry and blood, whatever. I'd probably found out find out that I'm very plain.
1: Yeah, it just <laughs> uh, says white. Just says white, German. <laughs> Well, my dad's, my father's side had uh, people here on the ground in red coats. Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. It's probably
0: the best military uniform. Well, you
2: know, yeah. the,
1: especially in a green, brilliant, <laughs> green forest, <Just> fucking brilliant. <laughs> the American... yeah, You can't see me bleed,
0: but yeah, but I can see you from two miles away.
1: <laughs> You're fighting war wrong. Gets in formation in the open field
2: like men. Well, if you think about the old Napoleonic tactics, they did make sense for the technology available at that time. But the problem is, is generals are always fighting the last war with the modern yep. one. You saw that in World War One in Spades when they were using Napoleonic tactics against mounted machine guns. So uh, obviously, <laughs> that Fucking did not go well. Brilliant trenches carried over. That
1: didn't work no, out. No, no,
2: yeah. You know, when when the French built the Maginot Line and the Germans just blitzkrieg through Belgium and got in behind it. So, good job, guys.
1: (laughs) What's the trick for our troops' continued success overseas? How is the next war going to be fought? We're using drones now, We have to.
2: We have to because the majority of young American men are not fit for military service. But they're really good at fucking video games. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you get
1: an 18-year-old yelling yeet, yeet, holding his nuts, listening to tea pain coming down a rappel line. Yeah. Give him a drone. Yeah, you get drones <laughs> and then... Drone. Well, it's going
0: to be unmanned <coughs> people, like, robots, yeah. too, and yeah. they're going to be teabagging. Yeah. And you're gonna when, be like, Jesus Christ. Basically,
2: basically <laughs> the same factory that builds the fully animatronic sex bots, is also going to be making soldiers as well. Mm-hmm. And so in an AI environment, you will have gamers in their, in their homes and they're probably in their parents' basement <clears throat> uh, actually acting out battlefield tactics at some foreign field of but battle.
0: a big problem with that is another country will have that also, not just us. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be robots versus robots. And Which we will have... Right. an. Well, it won't be because no one will die. We'll have an overpopulation. Well, you have to understand. we like, I know that, but we'll, it's even worse. That's why I'm super. I'm super pro choice.
1: Yep. Not because killing babies well, cool. The it's because of the podcast of pop, is population. actually mandatory abortion. Yeah. Population <laughs> control, bro. Well, you know, if you understand that China undertook it they're thriving. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Let's just call a spade a spade there. Well, yep. when
2: Mar- Margaret Sanger put together Planned Parenthood, she was a an absolute fanatic eugenicist. And eugenics, before Hitler ruined it for everyone, was actually a very <laughs> common philosophy and, and, and core value system that was held in the early part of the 20th century. And I think it's it it would behoove us, as at least as Americans, to, if we don't force certain people of certain castes to have abortions and to not reproduce, that we at least incentivize. So if you can put a Planned Parenthood center in perhaps a... Underserved inner city neighborhood, which I believe is always a a good venture, and it's a good humanitarian effort to put towards underserved communities. For every abortion, you could get maybe a two hundred dollar gift card to Foot Locker, or you could get um, you know a, you know a dozen free Footlocker. meals at the local uh, at the local Popeyes or KFC Olive or Olive Garden or something man. like that. Come on, something that people of that stature. In innate, innately value more than life. Yes,
1: Incentive to not be a burden on the Correct. states. Correct. I think we should go away years. with
0: drones and stuff like that. I think it should be person on person.
1: So we know the cost, the true cost. You should war. have to look in that person's eyes that you're killing. I agree. I think a shield wall should be brought back. Ooh, like Operation Hide Behind the
2: Darkies? No, it's... Like the phalanx? Like the... the... Yeah, it's
1: a very Viking tech. The, okay. the phalanx oh. is actually a sophisticated shield yes. wall. A yeah. shield wall is just you have a shield, you make a wall, you run into <laughs> each other and try to hack up above and under and stab like like three up stabbing. Yeah. yeah, was kind of a tactic where you tried mm-hmm. to just disembowel or decleave a yeah. head because otherwise the pop like
0: we need one. We need a big war to help with the population overdue. right now.
2: Well, and I actually don't think it's going to be solved through military conflict. It'll probably be disease that takes out the majority of of human, uh, of human population. Do you think it'll be a man
1: made biochemical disease? Or I think it. Mother it, nature. It'll leaking? probably
2: be a mother nature one because it, no matter how advanced humankind gets, there always is going to be a way around it.
0: Yeah, and the like, the poor countries will go first, and then we'll try to make a cure, and then it'll get here, and. I've played this video game. I it's called plague. <laughs> it's called plague. It's a fucking well, app. Look at... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've killed the world many a times. Look at how devastating <laughs> Ebola is. And they still haven't been able to cure that. And it yeah. keeps evolving rapidly. The only thing is it has a very short incubation. And uh, from the time that you're infected to the time that you die is so short that it 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 keeps itself relatively contained through just basic quarantine efforts. But if you made it like airborne so the contagion was far more easily spread and then you made its incubation period like months instead mm. of a few days so you could you could go to liberia and feel great you go home 6 months later feels like you're getting the flu next thing you know you have full blown Ebola and you've infected your entire family and all the people in the emergency room, and the people who are now taking care of you at the hospital. At
1: work, at the grocery store, Mm -hmm. at the video store you went to, Mr. Movies. What? (laughs) 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 I miss the video store, but, I mean, the future's pretty great. I did get
0: excited a lot when I walked into Blockbuster or Hollywood video. Oh, they
1: have two copies of Time Cop! But there's nothing
0: more discouraging when you go and grab one of the... Display case, and you look behind, and there's a no movie. And you're like, oh, yeah. fuck, I'm going to have to get orgasmo again?
1: I remember asking the guy at Video Gallery for the blood code in Mortal Kombat 2. He's like, I okay, can give it to you. And then my mom walked away. He's like, here it is, kid. And he sent me a notepad for the blood code. <laughs> that dude's cool. A little Sega Genesis MK2. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that was pretty <gasps> bad. Because the blood was so realistic. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember thinking, too, like, video games will never look better than this. If you want to see yes. something
0: interesting, go on yes. YouTube and look at all the fatalities to the new oh Morgan that game. God, oh, my God. They're um, insane.
1: Cool. Yeah, they push the envelope. <laughs> so, Doctor, you have a PC you, you have the ability to game on. Correct. Correct. Yes, that is correct. Did you see Red Dead 2 is
2: on? I did see that they ported that uh, finally, finally, Mm -hmm. after much uproar over them not porting the initial Red Dead Redemption. They were just
1: not making money by doing that. That was Mm -hmm. it.
2: And that's too bad because Rockstar Games, I believe, actually started making PC games. Yep, Grand Thefts were on PC. PC. Yes, I remember. Took about 150 discs to install it on my computer. That was a big game. In In 1997 friend of mine came up and said i got this disk in the mail from some computer nerd magazine it's called this game is called grand theft auto <laughs> I <was> like what <laughs> yeah ah uh, memories so will you be playing the red dead i probably will you need Filing to written, the probably yeah will. it's yes.
0: best game i've ever
1: played it's so
2: good i'm so behind the curve anyway so i you know i by the time i get to a the game you know m- everybody's passed it by but that's what i like about single there's no multiplayer to it it's not good
1: yeah online it's
0: terrible
2: and that's why i like single player campaigns because it allows you to merge your yourself in that world and then it doesn't matter if you play it two three years after its release it doesn't matter at all you lose yourself in that game yeah yep
1: oh i might as well hunt all these beavers and i (laughs) was gonna say the new star
0: wars game is pretty good it's pretty good
1: yeah they did a good job not bad for new, EA. The new Pokemon's not bad. I haven't played that. Oh, I have.
0: It's on Switch? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Wreckfest. That's a great game.
1: Cheddar Bob likes that. <laughs> Silver Simpleton, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> I mean, there's
0: demolition derbies with combines. I mean, it's ridiculous. Ah, yeah, uh,
2: well, maybe. Simple mind like me love that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Simple mind like me
1: love that. Yeah, I'm going to go play a shooty game after we're done recording here. we going to put the bullets shoot easy. <laughs> we'll do a gamer channel one day we'll just go retro
0: uh i'm live on twitch so are you all the time
1: what's your hashtag bro
0: i just don't remember <laughs>
1: oh i think it's nutshell
0: pass <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's nutshell pass well that'd be convenient <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, yes
2: i don't know Good i'll
0: put know. it on our website that we have
1: yeah our website is www.xnxx. Yes, I was just <laughs>
3: going to
0: say
1: that. <laughs> but nice. I think that's all the time we got because we are. I mean, we're not Cheddar Bob long now, but I mean, doctors got another
2: lecture to give at an abortion clinic. Always working, even in retirement.
3: Good job. God. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure, gentlemen.
0: God's work.